what's been personified in media has impacted Christians. Marriage doesn't benefit people, blah, 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 blah. That's typical. But what he says next is actually really interesting. You're talking about just financial. No, no, no. It's actually way more than financial. This is common sense. But I got to show a study for you guys to acknowledge that this is the empirical evidence of the way God actually designed it. Bruce Lawn. And Patrick David literally reminds me of every single friend my mom and dad had. He is that avatar. These are the types of men. Accent, everything, bro. (laughs) It's, It's... so the storytelling, <laughs> storytelling, everything, the swag. He asks Andrew Tate about monogamy and marriage. OK. And Andrew Tate's response is really interesting because he actually echoes one of the best selling Christian books about marriage. This point in one of the best selling Christian books about marriage that, by the way, my wife has read multiple times and said this. The book was so repetitive <laughs> She read it. She read most of them, but the book is so repetitive. But it's interesting because there's a couple of dynamics here. One, Andrew Tate is saying stuff that the church has been echoing for at least 15 years. Wow. And two, uh, it's not the five love languages, but but good try. Um, and, and two, his answer to this is kind of surprising. It's not surprising because it's kind of a lot of the same typical red pill, marriage isn't good for men. But why is literally the answer the church had in the book that my wife read multiple times. So who's really out here winning? That's crazy. Well, could you imagine if it was the five love languages? That would be nuts. If Andrew Tate was sitting here talking about That'd talking about words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> Listen, some some but he actually does touch on that. So let's jump right into this clip. By the way, there might be some profanity on this. So had your kids, had your wife. Explicit. 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 You've been warned. How do you view, you know, the idea of fathers being there with mom and dad together, family nuclear, family nucleus? Because I like the, I like that he doesn't call it the nuclear family, but calls it the family Fam- nucleus. The family That's nucleus. That's such a Russian immigrant <laughs> Armenian thing to do. It's like you know the family nucleus. Like the I love nucleus it. family. The, the, fa- the, the nucleus of the family. How do you feel about the nucleus of the family? Let's keep watching. Know, marriage no longer has, you know, the 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 what it once had. You know, yeah, like yeah. kids are better off being raised with a mom and dad. How do you process that yourself? Because you became successful not being in that environment. Correct. So do you see this as well? It depends. There's exceptions to the rule. How do you process it? I think it's a fantastic environment. And I think in an idealistic world, that's the way it would be. I think the reason it's not happening today is that I don't think many men actually benefit from marriages or relationships anymore. So this is very typical uh, Rolo Tomasi. You guys think I'm right? stupid. I'm not stupid, This is the, this is the I, same. Yeah. This is the same stuff. Well, marriage doesn't benefit people, blah, 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 blah. That's typical. But what he says next is actually really interesting. And people are always going to have to do, require some degree of incentive. I think that we've set up the world now in a way where men are seen as worker droids. They're expected to go work all day, come home, uh, clean up as well, share the cleaning with the woman, not have any, not, no meal prepared for them, not have any authority over the household, and just, and just be a worker droid and be a sad. And I don't think that many people understand that men are intrinsically wired to desire respect amongst our peers and in our environments. This is why CEOs work so hard because they get respect in their company. This is why we all want so much money and fast cars and status and influence because we're respected. Men desire respect like we desire oxygen. And if a man's coming home to a household where he doesn't feel any respect, he's not going to want to be there for very long. And I think the way you fix this is you need to understand that many men don't have an incentive to be in the house anymore. Mm. I, I think that it's actually would be quite easy for a woman. In fact, there's a couple of women who even say this on YouTube. I can't remember the names, but it'd be quite easy for a woman to make a man really happy with super basic things. Just go up to your husband and say, hey, you know more about this. What do you think about this? That would make most men's world. And there's so many sexless marriages out there with men who work their ass off and they come home to a sexless marriage and kids don't fucking even like them. If you were to just even ask him his question about some asinine bullshit, a lawnmower purchase, for example, 
he would feel so happy to feel like the man of the house. That's what men need. They need to feel like all this work I'm putting in, all this shit I'm going through, I'm respected for it. So very interestingly, he says this because the book that my awesome wife read, I didn't even read this book, but I got the general concepts of it. Okay. It's called Love and Respect. And the entire premise of this book is that men need to be respected. That is how most men feel appreciated, right? They need to be respected. And women need to feel loved. They need to feel protected. They need to feel uh, nurtured. They need to feel like you still want to be romantic with them. And so this book was a best-selling book. And I recommend you guys to read it, especially if you are looking to get married. This is a great book. But it 2004. So this came out in 2004. And Andrew Tate is echoing things that the church addressed in 2004. So does that sound kind of insecure? What sounds like, insecure? Like men need to be asked questions that the woman already... You know what I'm saying? Like women need to go up to their man and be like, what do you think about this? You know so much more about this. I don't know because listen to what he says. He he makes a point next that I think actually explains why this is a thing. Okay. I don't think it's an insecure thing. I really don't. I think I know a lot of men who completely love their wives. They love them with all their heart. They die for her. But he's just not respected in his house. He doesn't get to be the man of the house. Is it on him or is it on her? Like does he need to go earn it or is it on her to provide it? It's a combination of both. I think it's certainly on him to earn it. But also the Matrix programming is counter to him. The Matrix programming is trying to tell him that he shouldn't be allowed to be the man of the house. He shouldn't be allowed to have any kind of authority in any regard. He shouldn't be allowed to be able to say what happens. The Matrix programming is saying the absolute opposite all the time. And if that's getting into your woman and you don't have that much influence, and that's getting to all your children, you don't have that much influence. And now you're coming home to a household where everyone just thinks you're the dude who should just fucking work. You're just a worker droid. You're the slave. You're the robot. And your feelings don't matter and your authority doesn't matter and get fucked. And this is this is very conscious. If you watch any Netflix show. So this is the question uh Rolo asked me. Remember Rolo? Yeah. Asked me, he said, um, you take the responsibility, but do you have any authority? And do you remember my, mm. my answer to him? Mm. I was like, yeah. Yeah. If I say we're moving to another state, we're moving. Let's go, son. Responsibility without authority is slavery, according to the red pill community. Interesting. If you got to take all this responsibility for all these people, but you have no authority to speak into stuff and to be the head and to lead, I'm not saying it should be a dictatorship. We have conversations well, about, hey, should we move out of state? Should we do this? Should we do that? But... He's making some points here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But again, he's making points that we addressed in 2004, kids. Oof. We're only $14.99, too. This, you know, this uh, literally, like... Rumble probably paid this dude, what, $10 million, $50 million? They paid him a lot. No, and, he actually said he actually said he passed up on payment. And you, you could have got this for $14.99? You could have got this for $14.99. <laughs> uh, how many years ago? 18 years ago? Wow. So, you know, it's just, it's just interesting... That a lot of the same ancient truths are being repackaged in content. And, and so to me, it's just like, uh, like, did we omit this thing, these things as the church? Did we not mm. talk about these things enough? Did we water them down? Turn on a show. I dare you, turn on a family show. So listen to what he says. He says, if you watch any network show, he says the way men are framed. Yep. And so this is why I don't think it's at a place of insecurity. I think, as we, as we discover in the next clip. And this is, this is very conscious. If you watch any Netflix show, the mother is the smart one, and the man is the bumbling idiot. Turn on a show. I dare you, turn on a family show. The mother is the one, hey, hey, calm down. I'm smart. And the man's like, ooh, beer. Watch any of these shows. The guy, the Simpsons, Married with Children. Any, any of it. All of they're reducing, they're reducing. He said Married with Children and Simpsons. So think about the degree of indoctrination that's been happening for not a couple years. Yeah. Decades. This has been happening decades. How men are perceived and how men are personified in, in almost all sitcoms are like this. Interesting. The man's just a bumbling idiot. 
And it's very hard. By the way, these are conversations, again, these are conversations we were having 15, 20 years ago. These are conversations my pastor was talking about. I remember we were at the Civic Center still. We were a brand new church plant, and my pastor was saying the same thing. Look at any sitcom and watch how men are uh, represented. Interesting. I think for a lot of men to accept being in a position of constant disrespect, I'll tell you this now. If I had to choose a long-lasting marriage with a woman who loved me or a woman who truly respected me, I might choose respect over love, even though they're the same thing for a woman because she, she loves you, she respects you by default. But if I had to choose, I'd choose respect. I've been through too much and worked too hard and go through too much in day-to-day life to come home to my house and be having battles over asinine bullshit. I take care of you and I love you with all of my heart. I would die for you. If someone broke into this house, I would engage the invader and die. I, please just cook dinner. Please. <laughs> what do you want from me? What more can I do for you? Like, and once they feel disrespected, this is another thing about the world that a lot of people don't understand. It's disrespect that will drive a man to the most heinous of crimes. It's disrespect that starts the school shooter bullshit. It's disrespect that makes men go to jail for life sentences. It's disrespect. When you truly disrespect a man in a public and permanent way, that's when they switch. And in a household where you're constantly disrespecting a man, he's going to end up depressed and sad for even accepting it. Men just want to feel respected. It's not that hard to do. If a woman, if you truly, I to anyone watching this, if you truly love your man, it would be so easy for you to just make him feel respected. It doesn't even take action. You can do it with basic words. Ask his opinion on something. Big him up once in a while. And because we're supposed to be supermen and we purport ourselves as supermen and we're stoic. Mm. But we talked earlier about how we still feel everything. So when you're a strong man, especially, they're like, ah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Be nice to the dude. You'd be surprised how far you get. But this is why I think most men walk out of marriages because they're like, you know what? I'm not getting any respect here. When you hear these things and people are wondering why is he so popular, it's because he's saying similar things that we've said in the church and addressed in the church. Yeah. It's just this void of a gospel grace over understanding the state of men and how that can be redeemed, understanding the state of women and how that can be redeemed, understanding practical things in a marriage. What's been personified in media has impacted a lot of yeah. Christians. It has impacted a lot of church folks. And so what he's saying here is is, is accurate in my assessment. Like, I think that's a very accurate depiction of the, the, the tension that men feel. The stoicism thing is, is, is huge because he says in the beginning of this interview how men actually feel and can be more emotional than women. Mm. He said, the difference is we're, we train ourselves to be stoic and not show emotion because showing weakness and emotion can be perceived as a way that people can take advantage of you. Wow. So if you think about it, like a lot of us feel stuff and we go through stuff and we process stuff, but we, we personify stoicism, right? And yeah. so then people think, oh, they're fine. He's just a guy. Guys don't feel. And that's, that's, a, complete, that's a complete caricature of men. That's a fact. You know? That's a fact. So, uh, any thoughts on this? I think I think back personally, like the few, the times I definitely feel most appreciated are probably the times that my wife definitely like shows the most respect or appreciation for the work I've put in. So I totally understand that, and I can see how it with the wrong woman, you know, you're getting the opposite of that, mm-hmm. and then you're in a horrible situation, yeah, in a horrible marriage. So I'm not. I have no pushback. It's yeah. like it's like oh I, I actually get that that yeah. makes a lot of sense yeah yeah I think you're spot on the times where my wife just tells me like hey you're doing a good job yeah hey thank you for the way you've been able to build out our home and our family thank you for you know what I mean like I think those yeah. things are so invaluable you know and 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 so and 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 so and fellas become the type of man that demands respect ladies become the type of woman that can speak into a man's life. And pull that out of him. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and fellas, again, Ephesians chapter 5, you know, hey, women, submit to your husbands, right? Respect the husbands. That's in Ephesians 5. Men, love your wife the way Christ loved the church. Should should, should men not respect their wives? Oh, absolutely not. Should women not, you know what I'm saying? Like, love their husbands? No, no. But the command there is that we men are to love sacrificially and women are to submit in respect. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the curse, right? The curse is... Women are going to want to rule over their husband, right. going to rule over the man. Right. So, like, you, you're going to find yourself like women are going to find themselves. I, I believe, naturally, desiring to be like, oh, just, Ugh, he irks me. Yeah. Or like, I just, you know, like, not, not that he's actually doing something that irks you. It's just mm-hmm. there's this desire to be like, just really try my way. Guys, if you're enjoying this so far, make sure to smash that like button. Uh, p- comments, questions, concerns, pushback. Give it to me. I'm open for it. I, I I love you guys as the chat, and I love you guys as a community because you're able to you're able to have the, the the critical thought to say I understand that what's being said here is not an endorsement of everything Tate says. Yeah, I've caught a lot of flack for not going along with everything Tate says from the tater tots, right? So <laughs> I'm giving you guys just an objective assessment that if you wonder why these things are cutting through and why they're being disruptive, it's not in terms of the depth. I'm not talking about views. I'm talking about the depth of the core. It's not women aren't sentient. Women are barely sentient. Ch- women are like children. Like It's not that stuff. It's the That's the stuff that may be going on TikTok. It's, it's the depth of the conversation and his uh, uh, ability to speak things that we intrinsically know are true. Yeah. And the more we research them and the more books get written, we find out that they're also empirically true. And he's not right about everything. He's definitely wrong about quite a few things. Polygamy, polyamory, so on and so forth. Cheating, it's okay for men. He's wrong about a, a, a bunch of things. But I think here he, he was he was pretty spot on. Yeah, it's like getting canceled for 30 seconds out of a three-hour conversation. Mm-hmm. Like did you, you watched all of that and you walked away with thinking, that that's an entitled man because he wants to be respected and honored in his home. Like that's yeah. that was the that was the takeaway from that. And ugh, I, I can't imagine. I don't. I want to remain single because ugh, a man wants to provide, protect. Let me stay home to raise children, and I rather fly remain me single. private. Fly me private. <laughs> Take care of me. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I don't want a man like that. Yuck. That's 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 yeah. the conclusion you come to. But it might be the arrogance though. Like 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 it's it's what he's actually saying isn't very. Like I, I, if she if she unpacks that and says, it's what he's saying, it's mm-hmm. one to be respected. Then, I would say, oftentimes, if you're a sensible man and you are providing in that way, and correct me if I'm wrong, your wife, and if she doesn't actually like like you as a person, she, mm-hmm. if she loves you, right, mm-hmm. then she'll begin to adopt some of your aspirations as well. 100%. Right? So 100%. It's, it's and, like, and, and by the way, the financial thing is just one, one side of it. I do devotionals every single night with my kids. I put my kids down. My, I'm the one that's giving bath to, my, to, to my, my one-year-old that was just here. I'm the one that oftentimes am the one that's facilitating the showers. I'm there every single night with my children. I'm there when they wake up. So, so miss me with the, you're talking about just financial. No, no, no. It's actually way more than financial. It's, it's actually not that complicated. Like, take care of your freaking kids, fam. It's yeah. not that difficult. Build your life in a way where you have the flexibility to be with your kids. Yep. That you're not slaving away every single moment, working for somebody else. Again, I know these are controversial, polarizing things, but I just think we're called to more. But what Tate is saying is because I'm providing all day, she should have dinner made and compliment me when I'm home. If you are the primary breadwinner and your wife stays home, Mm -hmm. why is it unreasonable for you? I'm not talking about a woman that's working 40 hours a week as well. That's different. 
if you are the primary breadwinner yes. and your wife stays home, why is it unreasonable for her to have dinner ready when you get home? Yeah. Explain that to me. Just, just okay, remove remove the, uh, the gender. Remove the, the, the gender. Remove the gender. When are you capable as a stay-at-home mom to start dinner? Mm-hmm. And when is your husband capable to start dinner? Mm-hmm. So if he gets home at 6 p.m., he can start dinner at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you and the kids are going to be eating at 7.30 mm-hmm. p.m. Are you capable of starting dinner at maybe 4.30? And then you're eating at 6 when he gets home. Like, like it's just the function of it is way is way simpler. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I also find myself like there's certain things that I do easily and don't bother me. Mm-hmm. So like I'll I'll clean the dishes. My wife, but my wife cooks. I hate cooking. Mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity for it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, but when I do it, it takes me two hours because I'm so bad at it. Mm-hmm. I have to look at the recipe every ten times, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll gladly clean because I I know I can knock that out in 30 minutes and then she'll have the capacity to do it every day. So if we're talking mm-hmm. about capacity, like mm-hmm. the husband's dead tired yeah. in the evening, but the wife's home sooner or the wife has been home. Yeah. You can start earlier. Yep. Yep. Oh, my dad cooks. My <gasps> dad is an amazing cook. Yeah. He makes incredible shish kebab. And men are mon- and known he used for to, grilling. And he used to be a chef. Yeah. Like a chef. A chef. <laughs> and sometimes he'll, 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 he'll cook. You know, the, 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 it's not about the cook. It's not about the, you guys are missing it. If you, it's not about who does the cooking and the clean. That's that's yeah. that's not the point. If one person's being the provider and another person's at home, why is it unreasonable for the other person to have a cleanly home and have things together? If I got to have my career together and, and right, maybe because we're looking at it through this paradigm of you need to have dual incomes. Yeah. Who told you that? Mm-hmm. Who lied? I'm in Southern California. My wife hasn't worked since 2015. I was an independent Christian rapper, and my wife was staying home. What are you talking about? Who told you this nonsense? Yeah. Like, yes, but it requires sacrifice. It requires you getting on a budget. It requires you paying off debt. It requires you being disciplined. It requires you living on less than what you make. It requires you having a a financial plan. It requires you not not having any credit card debt, paying off your student loan. Yes, it's sacrifice, but it's very possible. So if that's what we're moving towards and they've surveyed and they found out that, again, I got to show you guys empirical studies to say things that are common sense. This is stupid that we have to do this in a society. They've done empirical studies, real studies. 56% of women who work and have children would have preferred to stay home with their children. Children 18 and under, 56% of women who work with children 18 and under would have preferred to stay home. The vast majority of women with kids under, under 18 would have preferred to stay home and be with their kids. They work, they would have stayed home had they been given the opportunity to. That's stupid that I even have to say that. That's stupid I even have to cite a study. Yeah. But but it should be common sense and it should be intrinsic. That, by the way, if you've ever seen a woman push out a human and you understand what that's like, especially in the first four or five years. My wife dropped my son off to school today. He's seven. And she was bummed out that he had to stay an hour late for the one day he goes to school because the schedule got shifted around. And she usually picks him up at 2.30. She's picking him up at 3.30. She she, She gets out of the car. She pulls up. She goes, I'm nauseous. I'm sick right now. Why? Because yeah. his schedule got moved around and he's going to be gone an extra hour. Mm. Like, like this is common sense, fam. But I got to show a study for you guys to acknowledge that this is the empirical evidence of the way God actually designed it. Women tend to be better nurturers. Men tend not to be better nurturers. KB, me and KB were talking yesterday, and he said, it's interesting they found out that when men have their first child, their testosterone naturally dips Oops. so that they could be more nurturing. Yeah. 
Isn't that interesting? So, so bi- mm-hmm. biologically, biologically, we're out <laughs> trying to conquer the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do yeah. any well, any healthy man? Yeah. Any healthy man is out trying to do things. Uh, it's less stressful to the woman when the man is the provider. I don't have to stress about trying to climb corporate ladder. I have a choice. Yeah. Come on, Brianna. This convo is so eye-opening. I never thought of a partner that would want me to stay home. That's very loving. Oh yeah. This hey, there's a lot of women out here like that. Someone commented. They said. A lot of men don't let their wives not work, meaning they they require their wives to go to work. Yuck. Yuck, but also like, but also I would be interested to see the situation. Are you guys talking about wanting to pay off debt? Yep. And and, and you're not willing to go work? And And he doesn't have a job that pays well yet? Are you guys literally not making your bills? You can't pay rent unless the other person's working? A lot of situations, people are living paycheck to paycheck, but it's the goal to get there. Like yeah. you didn't, your wife was working at one point. At one point, right? Absolutely. My wife is working now. Yeah, I mean, my wife and, still works like a couple hours a week. Yeah, my, it doesn't count. That's like, <laughs> it's volunteer. It's not. No, she, she gets paid. No, she, I know, but it's not. She still works. It's not the yeah. same. It's, it's not the same. My wife I mean, works. But, she, but back up. But she works. Yes. My house is always clean. Oh, oh, the, oh. The bathrooms oh. are always clean. She works. No, your wife. Your wife holds it down. Yes. I'm saying she doesn't work outside the house mm-hmm. I, I like you know what i'm saying like getting paid by an employer really yeah. doesn't really count yeah but my wife works right now mm-hmm. and um she makes a small portion of our income but an important portion that that last little chunk right mm-hmm. we sh- we want to have a baby so we know that in nine months to a year mm-hmm. oh and sh- we know that she's gonna be a stay-at-home mom for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. so nine months to a year I'm making that up. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of like little revenue streams, mm-hmm. like selling microgreens, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like like things that also bring joy to me, but I can also, you know what I'm saying? It's planning for it. It's mm-hmm. the desire to allow your wife to stay at home. Yes. But I, I would be like, it's not that I don't let my wife work, but if she said I quit today, yeah. I'd be like, we have a plan. And that's not part of the plan. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to have to adjust yeah, some and, things. And by the way, guys, like, don't get caught up in a minutia. Asia, I see you in here. My wife doesn't cook my meals. I have meal. I'm on a very specific meal plan. Yo, that's, you guys are missing the point. That's the biggest. Help. She cooks for the family. She cooks for the family, but you guys are missing the point. I'm not saying that, like, wife's cooking when, I, way better than when the meals, I walk over way. next door. Yeah, my <laughs> wife is a much better cook than the meal preps I get. Yeah. When I walk over next door and the day is done and I walk in and my, my dinner is made with the utensils on the table. Everyone's and my wife sitting runs, at the table and everyone has right, their hands crossed with the hot food yeah. on the plate and they're waiting for you to sit. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> my wife is cooked for me right now. She doesn't cook for me. The issue is not the cooking. Yeah. That is not the point. That is not what we're discussing. That was just a point that he made that if a man is out working on the oil fields working in the mines busting their butt building freaking skyscrapers cleaning all these things that men do hard jobs that men do yeah. right being a police officer that they are uh, they come home and 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 like the wife who stays home can't even have dinner made like that's kind of wild it's a straight capacity argument it's a, it's the same way that when you're single you look at your day and you go huh I have to get off at this t- certain time so I can get home to make dinner. And certain days you don't have the capacity to right. because you work late. And so right. then you got to go eat out. You got to go buy food, mm-hmm. right? In a marriage, there's two people. There's two schedules. Yes. So you have the benefit of splitting those chores up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if she has the capacity, like it's not, it's not, there's a level of disrespect inherently if you were to come home and then, and then, Wife is picking a fight with like, 
you just expect me to cook because yeah. I'm the woman. Yeah. And again, you guys, you, <laughs> got, you, guys you guys got to factor in. He's speaking about non-Christians. So yeah. even if you have a dynamic where maybe you do cook a couple nights a week, he cooks a couple nights a week. Maybe you guys are both working, but there's a but there is a level of love and respect. Think about the non Christians in these situations. That's I think we also are factoring in like we're still looking at this through a Christian lens. Yeah, he's speaking to men in the world whose women are indoctrinated by third and fourth wave feminism, mm-hmm. who are told that he works and he's still got to do the chores and he's still got to do this and he's still got to clean and he's still got to... like that's that's the paradigm that he's coming from and that's what he's that's what he's speaking about right yeah. i think again we've been talking about this since 2014 yep right like we've been talking about this forever so um anyway uh, uh i think you should lo- i think you should love your spouse enough to not Wait, to, to want to without, without being, being asked, asked to make, to make food. food exactly that's what i mean it's yes. like there's inherent disrespect to be like picking a fight about yes. why do you expect me to cook yes. it's like it's not that i expect you to cook i'm literally not home cannot yeah. cook i'm dead tired right yes that's different and by the way i'm always trying to get my wife to get someone to come in and help her clean oh yeah i'm always trying i, I have the meal preps hey why don't you eat a meal prep tonight you don't gotta make dinner like i'm always actually trying to find ways for her because i do know she does such an amazing job with the homeschooling of the kids and with taking care of the home and with all the other stuff she does so there's always there's always that but it's not about the food it's about the principle i think that's what people are missing and i think you guys might be missing the actual average dude out here who doesn't know jesus yeah that's trying to get married and and what those marriages are like and how I, when i'm on my marriage got better is when i was able to get better as a provider i think so she, it's an and yeah. both yeah and i think she's saying though that like that like if he's talking, if this is a very different conversation for people where the woman is working and the man is working as well, mm-hmm. that if he's talking, having this conversation, he's actually talking to a small percentage of people that actually have a stay-at-home wife. Like, like I got she's you. saying, it's not that very big of an audience I got to be it, talking got, to that's, because that's most people are working. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to smash that like button. Smash it, bro. Smash it. Make sure you subscribe to both channels and uh, here and on the Bless God channel. And if you want to uh, go to Extra Mile, consider partnering with us on Patreon. All right. Appreciate you guys watching. Love you guys. I will see you later. Peace. And it says that Simeon blessed God.